Hello, my name is Arlene Petway, and I want to welcome you to the Christpirations podcast. Know the real thing. It is common knowledge that when people are trained to identify counterfeit currency, they are not trained in the techniques of counterfeiting. They don't learn the nuances of paper and ink. They just get to know the real thing really good. The Lord said in the last days, there will be many counterfeiters. Matthew 24, 24. For false Christ and false prophets will arise and perform great signs and wonders, so as to lead astray, if possible, even the elect. They will be saying the right things and will be doing the right things, or so it may appear. In Acts 8, there was a man that did things so well and with so much power, people said of him, this man is the great power of God, but he wasn't. He did everything by sorcery and witchcraft. But the believers who were scattered preached the good news about Jesus wherever they went. Philip, for example, went to the city of Samaria and told the people there about the Messiah. Crowds listened intently to Philip because they were eager to hear his message and see the miraculous signs he did. Many evil spirits were cast out, screaming as they went and left their victims. Many who had been paralyzed or lame were healed. So there was great joy in that city. A man named Simon had been a sorcerer there for many years, amazing the people of Samaria and claiming to be someone great. Everyone, from the least to the greatest, often spoke of him as the Great One, the power of God. They listened closely to him because for a long time he had astonished them with his magic. But now the people believe Philip's message of good news concerning the kingdom of God and the name of Jesus Christ. As a result, many men and women were baptized. Then Simon himself believed and was baptized. He began following Philip wherever he went, and he was amazed by the signs and great miracles Philip performed. When the apostles in Jerusalem heard that the people of Samaria had received God's message, they sent Peter and John there. As soon as they arrived, they prayed for these new believers to receive the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit had not yet come upon any of them, for they had only been baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. Then Peter and John laid their hands upon these believers and they received the Holy Spirit. When Simon saw that the Spirit was given when the apostles laid their hands on people, he offered them money to buy this power. Let me have this power too, he exclaimed, so that when I lay my hands on people, they will receive the Holy Spirit. Peter replied, may your money be destroyed with you for thinking God's gift can be bought. You can have no part in this. For your heart is not right with God. Repent of your wickedness and pray to the Lord. Perhaps he will forgive your evil thoughts. For I can see that you are full of bitter jealousy and are held captive by sin. Pray to the Lord for me, Simon exclaimed, that these terrible things you've said won't happen to me. After testifying and preaching the word of God in Samaria, Peter and John returned to Jerusalem and they stopped in many Samaritan villages along the way to preach the good news. 
For the people to see Simon for what he was, they had to be exposed to the real thing. So in steps Philip. Filled with the Holy Spirit, he first preaches Christ and then demonstrates his power. The people never heard or saw anything on this level, even in Simon the sorcerer. They believed in Jesus and were baptized. Peter and John come to check things out and they lay hands on the people to be baptized in the Holy Spirit. Simon witnessed the most fantastic thing he's seen up to this point. Remember, Philip was working all kinds of miracles, but it was something about the baptism of the Holy Spirit that made Simon pull out his wallet and make them an offer that he thought the apostles couldn't refuse. What did he see that impacted him so profoundly? This part is very controversial. Whole denominations have been separated because of these verses. What was this different experience of the Holy Spirit? As I studied this, I was surprised by some of the explanations, ranging from people believing they weren't really saved under Philip to others saying this was a particular manifestation just for the people of Samaria, the hated and marginalized ones. I'm inclined to lean this way. Whatever the Samaritans experienced, it seemed to have been more than a regular bestowal of the Holy Spirit at salvation. This is a filling of the Holy Spirit. We should always desire and seek. This is a quote from Enduring Word. Whatever the case, a revival took place in Samaria. We should desire and seek after that too today. We need, our families need, our countries need revival. The Lord said many will come before him in the last days and say, Lord, Lord, we prophesied in your name. We cast out devils in your name. We did all these mighty acts in your name. And the Lord will say, get away from me because I never knew you. When the disciples came back after Jesus himself sent them out, they were ecstatic that demons were subject to them in his name, which is well and good. That's what he sent them to do. But he said, rejoice more that your names are written in the book of life. In other words, rejoice more that you know me. To develop a relationship with God through the Holy Spirit is the most important and most powerful thing we can ever do. Don't be duped by counterfeits. Know the real thing. <laughs>